Hello, and welcome back to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Keith. And if you are a fan of the podcast, then you need to join me inside my manifestation club called the Inner Tribe. The Inner Tribe is located inside the Manifest It Now app, and it is where we meet every single week and do live manifestation calls. We bring in guest experts two times a month. So every other week, you get a guest expert that is helping you grow and expand your mindset and manifest your best life. You can ask them questions. We have a community of high vibe women that you can network with and you get access to the entire app. So all of the courses, the book club, and I create custom workbooks for you filled with journal prompts, custom subliminals, meditations, the whole nine yards. So if you like manifestation, if you like the podcast, then this is definitely for you. So I will link it in the show notes below. And it's time to invest in something that is going to help you manifest the best year ever. So get in there as soon as possible. We've got a lot of really fun things planned for the rest of this year. Now let's dive into the show. Hey everyone, today I have a special guest, Ruthie Starrett with the Consistency Corner. Ruthie is a brand and marketing strategist and her and I actually met at a photo shoot that I think I told you guys about how I was just trying to get a little more comfortable with um, getting in front of the camera, putting myself out there. So we both ended up at the same photo shoot and she has a podcast as well. So we've just collaborated and uh, she is going to talk all about how she manifested a life that she doesn't need a vacation from. So Ruthie, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So Ruthie, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about your background, um, where you came from and how you got into what you're doing today? Yeah. So the story that I tell people is that I remember being 20 years old and I was working in retail sales. I worked for Victoria's Secret actually from like all through college and into management. But at 20 years old, I was going to college for sales. And I remember thinking like someday I want to work in a, for a company in a brand where I help them show up consistently across different corners of the marketplace. And at 20 years old, what I thought that meant was that I was going to be a district manager someday. Like, that's just what I thought. So, you know, going on throughout my life in sales, retail sales, merchandising, I really appreciated the retail piece and selling in a way that people came to you to sell. But I still used a lot of selling principles. And as I thought about having a family, um, because I was one of those people that I didn't have kids right away after my husband and I got married. We were married for seven years before we had a baby. But as we started to think about having a family, I knew that working in traditional retail was not for me. I knew that I wanted to be able to be present for my son, you know, baseball games and holidays, the, the overnights and the weekends and the holidays of the retail, of the traditional retail schedule were not for me. So at that time, I just kind of started looking in other places. And funny enough, like while I was pregnant with my son, I had, had been applying for jobs and found another position in customer service and sales in the transportation industry, which was not anywhere I ever thought I would be. But in believing that I would find the next thing, that thing, you know, happened to be a thing. And the way I found it actually was the owner of the co that company that I went to work for was from Indiana and I was from Indiana. And so we just connected on that. So like as a, at a human level, we connected there. 
And I did that for a little while um, after I had my son and then found myself back in retail and went into corporate merchandising and corporate marketing for a fast growing specialty retailer and absolutely loved what I did and realized like, oh my gosh, I'm doing that thing that I wanted to do when I was 20 years old in helping a brand be consistent across all channels of the marketplace. You know, I oversaw the branding. I oversaw the marketing strategy as that retailer was growing really quickly, but it was a lot. It was super, super demanding. And while also juggling being a mom and wanting to be a present mom and then have a side hustle because I had this passion and this calling to support other working women, it just got to become so, so much. And I remember about a year ago thinking like, I don't, I don't know how I can keep doing this. I don't know how I'm going to keep doing it. And just feeling really tired and really out of alignment, I think, because, you know, I was tired because I was out of alignment. And so I worked with a business coach and I worked through a lot of different mindset blocks and figuring out what value I really can bring to the marketplace and stepped into marketing, consulting and coaching. And then this past year, Um, after some more things happened with my son and I realized that I could not juggle all these things any longer, I said, okay, we're going to make the decision. We're going to step away from this corporate role. And when I made that decision, I had absolutely no idea where my income would come from. Like I, I had no idea, but I knew that what I was doing, I couldn't keep doing. And I said, okay, I'm resigning. And we resigned and I put it out there to the world that I was going to start freelancing. And people called me and people came to me and said, Hey, I heard you're doing this thing. What let's talk about that. Could we work together? And I was able to replace my corporate income in three months. And if you asked me six months ago if that would be a thing, I would be like, no, 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 like maybe someday in a few years. And it just happened so, so much faster once I made that decision and made the space in the universe for it to actually happen. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I, the same exact thing happened to me where I came from the corporate world. Once I made the decision, it was like the universe just shifted and moved mountains to make it happen. And I think that's so important because I think a lot of people, you know, want to do something, but they have the mentality or the attitude, like, someday, or it would be nice if, and that's very different from saying, no, I'm going to do this. And like, this is my, my date that I'm, you know, going to put in my notice at work. Like that's a very different vibe, a very different feeling. And I feel like when you have that, it requires a lot of faith, a lot of, um, knowing that you're going to make it happen. You're going to manifest it. Um, so did you have any doubt or anything once you put in that notice, like how did you kind of work through that um, mindset? Was there anything kind of holding you back that you felt like, oh my gosh, is this the right decision? What should I do? Yeah. So the funny thing is after I put in my notice, I I tell people that for an entire month, I felt like I was going to throw up like for a whole month. And part of that was negotiating with my company at that time because they were trying to get me to stay on. And we talked about a part-time role and we talked about a freelance role. And from the day I gave my notice to the day that I was like, okay, officially I, I, we're not affiliated at all anymore. There was about a three month window in there. 
And during that window, there were definitely steps along the way where I was like, am I making the right decision? But, But I knew that I couldn't keep trying to do both. And every time I took one step closer to letting go of that security blanket, something would happen. And like you said, like that decision, like when I made the decision that like, yes, I am resigning, I am not going to negotiate, I'm not going to stay full time. That was when a client said, hey, we'd like to potentially talk to you. And then the day, like a month later that I said, okay, moving forward, I am no longer coming to this office anymore. I'm working from home. Like I made the decision in my head and another client reached out and said, hey, let's talk about working together. And so it was those little decisions along the way that, yeah, unfortunately, I, I didn't rip the Band-Aid off all in one fell swoop. But over the course of a couple of months, took little decisions and just kept taking the next right step. And I think, if anything, that has taught me in a very short amount of time that like you don't have to see the whole staircase to know how to get there. You just have to take the next right step. Uh, That is golden advice. I see that time and time again, it's like baby steps, right? Like manifesting baby steps because we, we just try to control the how, like, how is it going to happen? I need to see all the details, but I always tell people, if you look back at something in your life, like a big change, something big that you manifested, could you have ever predicted all of the steps that happened and went into it to make it a reality? And the answer is no, like there's always things that get thrown in that you never could have seen. So we really, once you can take that pressure off of trying to control how it's going to happen and you just follow your intuition step-by-step, it's really amazing what comes about and, and how things fall into place. So I love that, that you're sharing that it's really about letting go of control and, and just having the faith and having the vision, right? Like holding the vision, making the decision, knowing that that's going to be your new reality. Um, So now that you're out of the, you know, normal nine to five job and you're, you're running your own business and you've manifested this, um, how is life different? Like, are you um, now living a life that you love? Like you have the time freedom, like how has things changed after stepping away from that job? So there's been two interesting things. One is that I still have work to do in that the mindset of work has to be hard. You know, I found myself as I was letting go of the previous um, employer's work and like letting go of some of those responsibilities, piling more responsibilities onto my plate, like intentionally doing so but then overwhelming myself. And I realized like you are doing this to yourself because you're in this pattern of work has to be hard. It has to be a struggle. My calendar has to be full. And even though I was doing the like surface level things of time freedom, where like I'd go take a yoga class in the morning and I'd take a walk at lunch or I, you know, would work from in my pajamas. I was still quite honestly, putting more work on my plate than I actually had the capacity to handle. And I actually had um, a workshop that I was going to do that, to be completely honest, like it failed. Nobody signed up for it. And I realized when I looked back that it's because I was trying to do too much and not doing it all well. And so I said, I have to get out of that habit 
And that pattern, because that's something that is now in my control, I can choose how much work I have to do. And I, I fought so hard for that to be my choice. But in that choice comes the responsibility, you know, of mm -hmm. making the choice to do the things that help me feel energized and aligned and grateful and joyful and not just piling more work on my plate because it's what I've always done. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. It's like, just like when you were thinking about leaving your job and you made, you know, you actually made the decision. It's like, you're sending a signal to the universe that now I have the energetic space to take on a client, to take on, you know, something. So then those things manifested. And then now, you know, it's, you're saying you were really busy, you were overworking yourself and then no one signed up for the workshop. It's like, you know, the universe can sense that maybe you didn't have the energetic space to take on the additional yeah. people in that workshop. So it's like, you know, how, how can we create the space for ourselves and set up those clear boundaries? And I think that's such a common limiting belief that, that you had about work being hard, because I think it's like ingrained into us as young children, like in school. And, and, you know, you, you hear your parents echoing that, that, hard work, hard work, hard work. It gets good grades. It gets you into a good college. And so we think that it has to be hard. And what I found in my business, because I had that very same belief, is that the more fun I have, the more relaxed I am, the more effortless the abundance and the money flows in. And so it's really like the opposite of that belief that we learned. But I feel like we all have to go through it. Um, to sort of clear that energetic block and just get in that mindset that, you know what, I get to have fun. I get to enjoy my job. I get to enjoy my life and have the abundance that comes along with that. I see it so much in being a content strategist. I work with a lot of creatives mm -hmm. and I see so much in creative people that when we fill our time with sitting in front of a screen and just trying to produce and produce and produce, the quality of what we create dips drastically. But when we create white space to actually get inspired and come up with ideas and be innovative, that's when the better content comes out. And at the end of the day, it's it should be quality over quantity. So, you know, from a business owner perspective, I tell people like, I don't want you to post every single day if it feels like a drain and it's not your most authentic voice coming out and it's just trying to copy somebody else, what somebody else did to check off the box that you posted today. But when you give yourself that space to be creative and say, you know what, I'm going to post two times in a week and I'm going to post when I feel really inspired to say something or do something, that that's when the better quality content comes out that is truly in align, alignment with your brand. And I see that for both product-based businesses and service-based businesses. And there's just so much power in some white space. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that because I feel like nowadays you hear people talking about like TikTok, for example, you know, if you want to grow, you have to post seven times a day and reels, you have to post a reel every day or twice a day. And it can be so overwhelming. Like there's only so much time in a day. There's all these different social media platforms. So I love that it's like you're giving yourself permission to not do that, to do whatever works best for you. And I found too, like with my podcast, for example, there's so many times where I have just gotten inspired 
and hit record and recorded something. And those ended up being like my best, most listened to episodes. I think there's really something to tapping into that creativity, creativity that flows through and, and working with that rather than being so strict with a schedule. Um, but what we have a lot of business owners, a lot of people that are wanting to start businesses or already have businesses, um, in my tribe. So can you give like a couple of tips on how, um, they can help themselves with marketing, with social media, um, but also stay in that positive mindset and not get burnout? Yeah, I think what you just shared about when you're feeling inspired, like you sit down and, and bust out a podcast. I just had that conversation with a client the other day because we were on a call and she was talking about something in her business and she got really fiery about it. And I said, oh my gosh, when we get off this call, flip your camera around and talk to the camera and tell me what you just said, because you are feeling inspired right now in the moment. And that doesn't mean you even have to post it right now. If it doesn't make sense to where we are in the launch phase or anything, but save that, save those inspired content pieces for when you need some content. Okay. So if you are a, a speaker and you love to talk and you like being on video, talking to the camera when you're fired up about something, a question somebody asked you, a conversation you had with a coworker, that's a great time to create aligned content. But some people are not as comfortable being on video and that's okay, but you still have that fiery kind of um, inspiration and magic in your voice. So do talk to text, like grab your notes app and just hit the little microphone button and talk into the, into the microphone. And so it transcribes it. And then that's a great jumping off point for a piece of copy for a future post. And then it doesn't feel so forced because you've done it when you're feeling inspired and when you're feeling in the moment and you're just saving it for a future, for a future piece. And I think a lot of business owners, they don't even give themselves credit for how much knowledge they have because it becomes, so, it comes so naturally to you. So again, questions that clients ask you, you get off a call with a client, think about the things that they asked you and do some quick content creation around those topics. Oh, I love that. And you know, if I always talk about this, how every morning I go on my morning walks and it's like, I get so inspired. I always get really good ideas that come through. Um, and I really didn't even think about just pulling out my phone and talking to the notes section and having that transcribed. Like normally I'm trying to like push the stroller and like type something down real quick. So I remember, but that's such a good way to do it because then I could kind of get my full thought out. Um, and you know, the other thing you said too, is like, if you're not a video person, maybe you like to write then write. And I think, I think that's important. I think we're so focused now on like how everything has to be video, but that's not necessarily true. I think go with what you're good at and that's going to come through more authentically. Do you agree? Or do people like absolutely have to do a lot of video? No, I, I agree. I think you need to do what you are comfortable with. You know, I am not a blog writer and, and it, there does come a point in your business where you may outsource if it's either, whether it's an agency or, um, somebody else on your team or hiring somebody, somebody outsourcing, somebody who, who can fill in the gaps for where you have, um, you know, it's not your strength. And so like, for example, for me, I have a podcast, 
I don't mind writing copy when it comes to social media, but like the thought of writing a blog makes me want to bang my head against the wall. Even though I could probably come up with a thousand or 2000 words, it's just one of those things that it doesn't feel energetically aligned. But I know that that's another place for me to repurpose my, my podcast and to get it out there into the world and to get the compound effect of the content I'm creating. So I'm looking at outsourcing that. I'm looking at hiring a copywriter or a VA just for that small specific project. And for a lot of business owners, what I find is they think like, oh, well, for small businesses, for example, they're like, oh, I can't afford a full-time marketing person. And that's, that's okay. You maybe don't need a full-time marketing person, but maybe you outsource to somebody who specializes in one of the things that you're really uncomfortable with. You know, maybe if you're uncomfortable taking photos and you have a product-based business, once a month, a photographer comes in and does a bank of, you know, 20 photos for you. Or like kind of like where you and I met on a photo shoot. So we, you know, we hired photographers. So we weren't just in selfie cameras all the time to get great photos. If it comes to content strategy and you're just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to talk about when I feel like I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall, like working with a content strategist like myself or another agency where it's about putting together a roadmap that then you can follow because you are the expert in your business. But identifying those little pieces of the content planning and creation process and outsourcing where you um, where you need to or just skipping the things that you don't feel comfortable with. I, th- I think it's totally okay. If you don't want to do dancing reels, don't do dancing reels. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I feel like you're totally reading my mind, not about the dancing reels. I mean, I don't want to do those either, but, <laughs> but this past week, I finally, finally, finally came to the realization that I can't do it all and decided to hire out for emails and for copy, because I, I find myself just like, dreading that. And I never get it done on time. There's emails that I don't send out just because I put it off and I put it off. So finally I'm like, okay, if it's that hard for me and it's that energetically draining, then I'm just going to hire out. And something that really helped me overcome that whole idea that like, why should I pay someone when I can do it myself or it's too expensive or whatever, is I just set the intention that I'm going to hire this person. And because I have this person that's going to be doing this copy, it is going to help me increase my sales. So they're already paid for, like it is going to help my business move forward. So I don't have to worry about paying them because it's going to help me grow my revenue. So just having like those little mindset shifts, I think can make all the difference and keep us from putting something off like far too long and just getting it taken care of in the beginning. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, I know when I reached out to a VA agency and said, let's talk about this. It was, again, it was one of those, like I made the decision that I was going to investigate this, not even hire someone, just take the next step to investigate what that could look like. And in the same week, I had the, another opportunity to pitch for another client and it was like, okay, So if you get this other client that can pay for this VA and it just, it's going to work out. And as of our recording, I haven't hired anybody yet, but it's going to work out because I just took the next right step. I love that. It's like everything comes full circle, right? It just goes right back to Mm -hmm. following your intuition and taking those baby steps and trusting that it's coming Mm -hmm. through for a reason and just take the step Mm -hmm. and see where it leads and the right things will manifest. Yeah. So Ruthie, if someone's listening and they do want to take the next step with 
um, marketing with coming up with a strategy, how can they connect with you and find all of your offerings? Yeah. So if you follow me on Instagram at the consistency corner, I share regular marketing made easy and mindset tips there. And then on my podcast, the consistency corner, um, we have all sorts of great marketing tips. And my really, my goal with the podcast is to teach you how to do marketing where you don't feel like you need an MBA to understand, because if I can be a self-taught marketer, I can save you a lot of headaches along the way and share um, best practices with you. And then specifically, if you are a product-based business, I am actually, I just started working on a collaboration with some other retail marketing experts who I um, am collaborating with in a project called the Retailer Roundtable. So you'll want to follow Retailer Roundtable on Instagram as well for some additional resources there. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all your tips. And I'm so excited for you. Keep me posted on all the success you have with your business. Yeah, definitely. It was so great to be here. It was a lot of fun chatting through manifestation. I've absolutely loved using your app. Um, and I appreciate the resources that you're putting out into the world. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys want more in between these podcast episodes, you can subscribe to my Apple podcast, Manifested It. You can find that in Apple Podcasts and it has all of my bonus interviews, guided visualizations, subliminals, meditations, all that good stuff. Or you can download the Manifest It Now app where I put everything, all of my interviews, tools, everything I've used to manifest a life I don't need a vacation from. You can find that wherever you get your apps in Google Play or the Apple App Store. And you can join the Inner Tribe Manifesting Community, which is inside the app as well. If you want to up level with a group of women who are there to support you, cheer you on, give you guidance and up level your vibe. And if you love this episode, the best thing you can do to support the podcast is share it. Share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram. Make sure to tag me at Law of Attraction Tribe so I can share it back on my story as well. I love connecting with you guys and putting a face to all the listeners out there. So come connect with me over on Instagram and let's start a conversation. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next time.